Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to The Shit Show. Kia ora everyone and welcome to another episode of The Shit Show. Now today is a little bit different. I'm not joined by Ruby and I'm not joined by Liv. I am joined by my little brother Ben. What's up Ben? Not much. I'm pretty nervous for my little shot in the spotlight. No, no, don't be nervous. Well, literally, it's just me and you speaking into the void right now. Now you probably know by the title, but today's episode is one that... I have been looking forward to recording since we launched the shit show. Well, to be honest, I've been looking forward to recording this since 2016. The day that we can finally say that Donald Trump is no longer the President of the United States. What a fucking joke that last four years was, but we're really not here to dwell on that, are we, Ben? No, we are here to talk about the future, which looks a lot less orange and potentially a lot brighter. I only have one thing to say to President Trump. Just stop your crying, it's a sign of the times. So I've enlisted the help of Ben to sit here and ask me some questions that I can answer for you guys about the new Biden administration, about the takeover and about what Biden has done in the first few days that he's spent in office. Let's give this a shot. My ass is on the line. Okay, now keeping in mind I don't know a lot about this Mm -hmm. stuff, what changes has Biden made to the White House? Okay, so policy stuff aside, first thing we need to talk about, dogs are coming back to the White House. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the Biden family have a pair of German shepherds, Champ and Major, who will restore the tradition of having pets in the White House after President Donald Trump opted against having pets in the White House. I think that is former president now. Oh, what a beautiful thing to be able to say. Obviously, he opted against having pets because he's a psychopath. Allegedly, just for legal purposes. So yes, dogs are coming back to the White House. So the White House contact form also now lets people choose their personal pronouns when they're giving information on the website, which is cool and definitely didn't go unnoticed by people online. I saw a lot about it on Twitter. And then another massive change, very important, is the removal of the Diet Coke button. Ben, did you hear about the Diet Coke button at all? How has anyone not heard of the Diet Coke button? I know. all over the internet. I know. Well, in case you haven't heard, basically, Trump used to have a red button on his desk, and when you pushed it, what came out, Ben? A waiter carrying a Diet Coke. A Diet Coke. Trump did have a bit of an affinity for the soft drink, but Biden has made one of his first really important decisions by getting rid of that button. Very critical in the early stages of his presidency. But Loki, like, if I was the president, 
I would have a button that could bring me. What would it bring me? Kombucha. I was about to say maybe kombucha. Yeah. What would it bring you? Tui vodka lime sodas. Tui vodka lime sodas. Let's go. Waiting on the sponsorship. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, Tui hit us up. To spit or to swallow, <laughs> that is the question. I've been seeing a lot on Twitter and hearing a lot about executive orders or executive actions that Biden has already been signing. What actually is an executive order and what do all these mean? Great question, Ben. So since being in office, albeit less than a week, Biden has signed a bunch of executive orders, actions and memorandums aimed at better addressing COVID-19 and basically dismantling and revoking many of Donald Trump's policies because we all know they were fucked and did nothing to really help the country at all. So an executive order basically is just a directive from the President of the United States. They're not legislation. They require no approval from Congress and Congress can't simply overturn them. And the thing about executive orders is that only a sitting US president may overturn an existing one by issuing another one to that effect. So that's what Biden is doing right now. He is overturning Trump's executive orders or a lot of them. He is putting in some new ones himself, but a lot of this, you know, first week kind of stuff that Biden's doing is basically just trying to fix what Trump left. Does that make sense? Yeah, so it's basically just an order that only the sitting president can give. Exactly. It's not about winners or losers, but we won. Okay, so now that Biden is in the office, what is he actually doing? So Biden has actually had quite a busy first few days in office. And for that reason, I feel like it might be easier if you ask me about certain areas one at a time, because he's actually done quite a bit so far. Okay, well, let's start with COVID-19. Yes, the obvious starting point for Biden because the previous president didn't really do shit to help slow or stop this virus. Considering the US has already surpassed 400,000 deaths, I think it's really obvious that Biden had to step in and do something quick. So some of the actions that Biden has put in place will ramp up the pace of manufacturing PPE and testing for COVID-19. He's vowed to use his powers as president to influence mask wearing wherever he's legally allowed to. So this means legally he actually can't have a nationwide mask mandate per se, but he can make it a rule to wear a mask when on federal property and in travel that crosses state lines. So an order issued on Thursday requires that mask wearing in airports and on many airplanes, intercity buses and trains is now mandatory. Him and Kamala are putting in a lot of work to ramp up mask wearing in the country, even though they can't make it a law. The same executive order also requires that international travellers prove they have a recent negative COVID-19 test before heading to the US and to comply with quarantining guidelines issued by the CDC once they land. So you probably know that the US has been pretty slack on letting people in, the quarantine guidelines when people got into the country, it's been kind of shocking. So they're really knuckling down on that. A big one is that they have recommitted to the World Health Organization. So the World Health Organization is obviously the organization that everyone turns to to help handle the pandemic. Trump decided that by being a part of it, he was a puppet of China and that it was run 
by China, which is simply not true, and he pulled out. This was also a massive fuck up because the US were the main funders of the organization. But anyway, Biden has reinstated ties with the WHO and he's sending Dr. Anthony Fauci, the nation's top infectious disease doctor, to attend the agency's annual executive meeting this week. So he's already making a start on getting that relationship back up and running. He's also going to create a position of COVID-19 response coordinator and basically get back together the team that Trump disbanded before COVID-19 hit that handles pandemic responses, which one would think is quite necessary in this day and age. Would you agree, Ben? Fuck yeah. It seemed like during a pandemic, you probably should have a pandemic response team. I mean, you'd think so. Based on that alone, you've already done a better job running the US than Donald Trump has been. They've obviously done some planning before he got into the office. Oh, yeah, they've been doing mad planning. I mean, you're in the middle of a global pandemic and you're running for president. You fucking wouldn't want to get in there with no planning. Yeah. But yeah, they've got a lot more that they're going to uncover. And also, that is just the briefest little bit of the actions that have already been taken. I can't fit it all into a podcast, but they are the highlights of how the new Biden administration is starting to handle COVID-19. I'm really sorry I was having a wee. All right, next point of call, what about Trump's Muslim ban? Yes, so for those who don't know, Trump instated a so-called Muslim ban because he's just racist and xenophobic and just a dickhead, which basically blocked travel to the US from a lot of predominantly Muslim and African countries. Joe Biden has already ended this so-called Muslim ban. There's not a lot more to say to that, except for it was one of the first things he wanted to do, was get rid of it. All right, and what about the infamous border wall? So Biden has also halted construction of Donald Trump's border wall with Mexico. The executive order that he instated includes an immediate termination of the national emergency declaration that allowed the Trump administration to redirect billions of dollars to the wall. Hopefully, the wall is no longer. And on the topic of Trump's racism and xenophobia, what about the other immigration issues that he had? Another of Biden's executive orders revokes the Trump administration's plan to exclude non-citizens from the census. And another overturns Trump's executive order that pushed against aggressive efforts to find and deport unauthorized immigrants. And just on another note, Ben, have you heard of DACA? I've never heard of DACA. Never heard of DACA. So DACA is the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals program, which Trump has been trying to get rid of for basically the whole time he's been in office, Biden has strengthened this program. This program protects immigrants who are brought to the United States as children. And the people that are protected under this are called dreamers. So they're protected from deportation. Fun fact, David Dobrik is a dreamer. So that means that David was brought to the United States as a child. He doesn't have citizenship and legally he's not eligible for citizenship, but he's allowed to live in the US. He's protected under DACA. Okay. So he can't get kicked out unless he leaves the country. So like if David Dobrik right now were to leave the country and fly somewhere else, he wouldn't be allowed back in the United States. Which seems like a really weird law to have. Well, yeah, it's just why not let them get on the path to citizenship, which is exactly what Biden wants to do. Basically, his new order calls on Congress to create legislations to grant these dreamers permanent status and put them on the path 
to citizenship because they're already living there. They, they're pretty much citizens, they just don't have it. They just don't have the title and Trump didn't want them to get it, but Biden does. Why did you have to bring that up then? Okay, and now what about the environment? Biden has said that climate change will be a priority of his administration and to start off with, he has re-entered another organisation or body that Trump left, the Paris Climate Agreement. So for those who are unfamiliar or need a refresher, the Paris Agreement is a legally binding international treaty on climate change. It was adopted by 196 parties in Paris in 2015, and the goal is to limit global warming to well below 2 degrees, preferably to 1.5 degrees Celsius compared to pre-industrial levels. Trump left the agreement in 2017 because he felt that the agreement would undermine the US economy and put the US at a permanent disadvantage. Well, literally, Trump, do you know what will put the US at more of a permanent disadvantage? If it fucking doesn't exist anymore because global warming has ruined the world and you've done nothing to help combat it. So no precious fucking economy if you don't have a planet, Donald Trump. So yes, Biden is rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement. A few other environmenty things, which there are a lot, and again, this is really just skimming the surface, but Biden has begun the reversal of a bunch of the Trump administration's environmental policies, which sucked, including revoking the permit for the Keystone XL pipeline, which is a controversial expansion of an existing pipeline called Keystone that carries Canadian crude oil into the US. And it was planned to go through a lot of Native American territory, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. It had a lot of controversy around it for good reason. Anyway, Biden has revoked that permit, so hopefully that's the end of that. He's also enforcing a temporary moratorium, which is like a prohibition, on oil and natural gas leases in the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. He's re-establishing a working group on the social costs of greenhouse gases. Biden's team also promised further action in the coming weeks with the urgency that the science demands. So we actually have a president now who listens to science, who cares about climate change, who actually gives a fuck about the environment. Honestly, I don't even think Trump could have cared less. Unless it was affecting one of his golf courses in Florida. Exactly. It didn't have any effect on him. No, he didn't give a shit. It's not on me, sister. Okay, now what about equality? How is Biden trying to make America a more equal place? In the inauguration itself, a lot of what Biden was talking about was that he had no place for racism, no place for anyone working on his staff, treating people with disrespect. Equality is hopefully going to be at the forefront of what Biden's administration does, particularly because of what he's inherited in America with the Black Lives Matter movement and all the unrest caused during Trump's term. So Biden revoked Trump's executive order limiting the ability of federal agencies, contractors and other institutions to hold diversity and inclusion training. I can't believe that was even a thing. Did Michael Scott invent that? Yeah, or was that Trump? Fucking hell. So Trump literally had an executive order that limited the ability of federal institutions to have diversity and inclusion training. He was limiting diversity and inclusion. 
Literally. It's so fucked up, honestly. Biden has designated Suzanne E. Rice, who is the head of his domestic policy council, as the leader of a robust interagency effort requiring all federal agencies to make rooting out systemic racism central to their work. So at least he's not denying that racism occurs in not only his government, but in his country, like Donald Trump did. Stand back and stand by, proud boys. Fuck, honestly, can you tell I hate that guy? No, you haven't made it obvious at all. No, no. This whole platform is very objective. Another executive order reinforces title... Seven. Seven. Sorry, that was me trying to read Work out the Roman numerals. (laughs) Roman numerals. (laughs) Title seven of the Civil Rights Act of 1964 to require that the federal government does not discriminate on the basis of sexual orientation or gender identity a policy that reverses action by the Trump administration. Shit, he's not fucking around reversing all of Trump's bullshit, is he? Honestly, Biden has been really busy in his first few days in office, and it's just because Trump left such a fucking mess, he's basically getting it back to Obama-era level okay. You know, before he can move forward, he's kind of got to go back and fix all the wrongs that Trump made. So Biden obviously can't do all of this alone. So what is his new cabinet looking like? Biden has said he wants a cabinet that will give the United States a fresh start with diversity being a major focus. So some of his nominees, because his cabinet hasn't been confirmed yet, uh, obviously you've got the wonderful Kamala Harris. Her mum's from India, her dad's from Jamaica. She's the first black woman and Asian American woman elected to vice president and she's just fucking phenomenal. We love her. She obviously doesn't come with a squeaky clean slate, but we have a whole episode on Kamala Harris that you can go and listen to if you want to know more about that. We also have someone called Rachel Levine. Now, Rachel is probably the least known new face nominated to the cabinet, and she would be the first openly transgender US federal official to be confirmed by the Senate, which is fucking awesome. I've been seeing a lot about this on Twitter I just think that's phenomenal and she's super cool. Along with these picks, Biden has other women, people of colour, members of the LGBTQI community. And actually, the BBC just ran an article highlighting that of the 15 picks, only five are white men. Trump, on the other hand, had 11 white men in his cabinet of 15 and only two women. I'm glad that Biden really is putting diversity at the forefront of what he's doing because he actually has to. There's no excuse now and no one wants a whole cabinet full of white heterosexual men. I know it really feels like the Biden administration has hit the ground running and they have and turning over all of Trump's old executive orders has made it quite easy for the Biden administration to look like they're really busy and to be really busy and be doing that necessary work to get them to the starting point of change. First, they had to revoke all the bullshit from the last four years, and now they need to actually start implementing the agenda that they ran on. The work isn't over now that Biden has been elected. The work is really just beginning, and I know that everything I've said has sounded amazing and really hopeful, and it is really hopeful, but the work's not done. Regardless, it is such a weight off of our shoulders, and we live in New Zealand. And we still care about this as we much still, as a lot of other yeah, people. Yeah, we still give a shit about this. It's such a weight off our shoulders knowing that 
at least there is a competent team in the White House now. Simple but effective. If you enjoyed this podcast, please leave a review, share it to your stories. We love seeing you guys listening. You can find us on Instagram at theshitshow underscore. Where can they find us on our website, Ben? At shityoushouldcareabout.com. You've got everything you need there. Everything you need is there. And you can find us on Facebook at The Shit Show Squad. We will be in your ears next Tuesday. Can't wait. Thanks for joining me, Ben. Hey, thanks. It's been a pleasure. I've really enjoyed it. Did you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, no, we'll definitely have you back if the listeners like you. I hope they do. So do I. See you later, everyone. Bye, everybody. 